This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Welcome back off the break and back into the show here. We got pretty much half an hour left with you. We had a lot of fun on today's show and a Since lot of... Since you were being miserable, teasing the kids about work. I was not. Projects, I just wanted them to know some fun stuff is coming you, their why way. Don't you, why don't you continue the miserable and say which one of those promos was your favorite? <laughs> oh, can I choose? I mean, the hot chocolate one, I'm I'm sitting here thinking, like, when is my hot chocolate coming? So I think that was the most impactful as an ad. But the copy for the other one, which one was it? The, uh, uh, the holiday mm, morning the food show bank? request? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The morning show request, that one was mm-hmm. really fun also. They do a good yeah. job with this audio. They have fun. They have fun. I uh, I love the, the angel tree, too. I really did yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, it, the only thing is, Sometimes you can tell when people have headsets on because they do the lower voice, the quieter voice, oh, yeah. because they're so loud in their own ears. Remember that? Fun for the editors, school? right? Oh, yeah. And then broadcast school, they would tell us, talk with one cup off your ear. Why? Because you're playing to what you hear in your head. <laughs> yeah. You'll have we put a more our, natural voice. When we put our AMI audio, um, uh, what was it? The play that we did, Kells. The oh. night before Christmas? No. No, 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 um, George. Thinking of that's yeah. all I remember. I know. Right? Oh my good <laughs> heavens! Because we did the terrible. two of them, so I'm all mixed yeah. up now. But anyways, Marco Flalo was the uh, editor, and it was all remotely done. Everyone joined over Zoom, multiple sessions, circumstances, audio quality, and um, you know, recording and most the studios. Famous, uh, Christmas show, and we can't remember it. No, what the heck's <laughs> wrong with us? But anyways, he had to deal with putting all that together, and he did a splendid job, knowing Tons like how the raw must have sounded compared oh. to yeah, you're right too. So many characters. Mm. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, that was that was something else. But nice if I remembered it. Yeah. I'll think uh, about it. I'll think about it. Uh, you know, the one thing at this time of the year that I know doesn't per- doesn't even stop is smoking food. There's a guy that'll stand outside east of Toronto, and he'll actually do all that stuff in the winter and then barbecue. Hello, Rhymes. How are you? I'm good, Kelly. Uh, yes, Am I right? I will barbecue. You're, you're yeah. dead right. I in mean, your shorts, right? Like, you talk about this often. You guys know me too well. <laughs> I did that yesterday. Uh, I went to the store, found there was a sale on pork chops, and was out there in my shorts and barbecuing pork chops <laughs> for dinner. And now, so, do you smoke them usually or just do that? Because they're beautiful you know smoke. That's what got me eating them. Smoked I've never pork smoked Ooh. pork chops. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's something that I would oh. like to do, though. I think yeah. I, I've smoked other uh, cuts of pork, obviously ribs. Um, mm. Pulled pork I've made, obviously. Um, there's a couple other things that I've made, but I've never done the pork chops. I feel like I, I, I sort of veered away from pork chops for the last couple of years. But for some reason, I, I bought some that were on sale, and then I kind of have re-fallen in love. Maybe I ate them too much as a kid. So That's what, I, that's what I would do. Uh, that would do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah I, I, I got turned off of them, and my mother got so angry because I didn't like the way W. Ross did them. That is one oh, thing no. that my mother went actually into the into the kitchen on one visit and said, what do you guys do? The boy won't even eat potatoes anymore. He won't eat boy, pork chop. What's wrong with you The people? only thing you'll eat is Red River cereal. Oh, wait, that's, that's right. Oh, no, no, no. Shaq's the one that just puts his hand up and says, oh, God, no. Um, yeah, Rhymes, I, 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 give it a chance. You'll smoke them up. I think you'll really, oh, oh, that'll get you back yeah. to them. 
because that's what got me to eat them. Yeah, um, absolutely. You're at AMI, hanging out with uh, with everybody there. You're going to also do a segment for us as Lucia is unavailable today. Uh, we wish her the best. She's a little under the weather, so get well. But take it easy, Lucia. And we'll get that at segment when you feel better. Um, Jeff, what would you like to what would you like to talk about here for some headlines? Yeah, the first one uh, sort of came across the the news wire, I believe, over the last twenty four hours, and of course, it has to do with sports, but more on a serious note. Um, the International Ice Hockey Federation is making neck guards mandatory at all levels now. Previously, they were only mandatory at the U20 tournaments and the U18 tournaments. This has now expanded to the Olympics for both men's and women's. So right across the IIHF um, Federation, it's going to be mandatory to wear a neck guard. This doesn't uh, include the NHL, obviously, who's its own entity and league. So uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the NHL did make this mandatory. And this obviously piggybacks off to off the uh, the, the the brutal story that came out about a mm-hmm. month the ago. The death in England. Um, yeah. The death in England by Adam Johnson, um, you know, get, getting the, the skate blade to the neck and it not oh. ending well. So... Um, you know, it, 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 this really got me thinking, and, and it's something that I think I'm going to put on my Christmas list is um, a neck guard or even more so um, they now have um, so typically under your hockey equipment, you wear like an under armor sort of, uh, um, you know, quick dry type uh, T-shirt, but now they've sort of made these into neck guards as well. So it, you're basically going to be wearing the quick dry stuff underneath but it's almost like a turtleneck that comes up and i i have noticed some nhl players have already taken to this i think there's going to be a huge trend um seeing those professional players adapt to this now there's going to be some of those guys that are going to be absolutely no way they're going to do this i mean there's still some guys out there playing without visors yeah (laughs) Um, god bless them but you know there are some of those traditionalists that are aren't going to feel comfortable wearing these neck guards but uh yeah i mean it, it, this is pretty big news um having the double ihf come out and saying that at all levels of play you have to wear a neck guard and i think it's rightfully so and like i said for me personally playing in this beer league um i don't typically see people wear neck guards but i wouldn't be surprised over the next little bit especially with christmas around the corner mm-hmm. i got a brand new helmet last year i wouldn't be surprised oh. if i found a, a neck guard or at least a t-shirt or a shirt that has a neck guard attached to it uh and, under the christmas tree this year and if not you'll be going out on boxing day for sure uh, jeff can you describe what does the neck guard look like like how does that actually work is it uh, i i pictured a, a fairly inclusive um collar but i'm assuming it's primarily right around the front like a c yeah yeah so it, it's um it, it varies when i was younger it was mandatory to wear neck guards i think as long as you're playing minor hockey so i believe that's 16 and under 18 and under whatever it is in canada um mine was just like a velcro attachment um it, it's basically just a, a neck piece that you put around your neck it's yeah. maybe about uh, an inch thick um or at least long um it covers the majority of your neck 
Um, and it's much like a necklace. It just goes right around your neck. You strap it around. Uh, I would say it is not the most comfortable. It was always annoying because it was one of those things that you'd easily forget to put back into your hockey bag. Um, yes. But obviously, it did its job. There's a reason for it. And there's a reason why kids uh, grew up having to wear one. I believe once you got to major junior as at a certain point, uh, you didn't have to wear it. I think that's now the case in the CHL. Um, and I guess, like I said, it's not mandatory in the NHL yet, but I'm sure it will be. But yeah, it, it's basically just um, a small neck piece that you just put around your neck and it protects you. Mm-hmm. I mean, hockey is a pretty heavily equipped game to begin with or a sport to begin with, right? You're wearing a lot of stuff already. And um, I can understand on just like the level of for blind soccer, uh, there's something called a halo. The halo is a particular brand, but basically it's a concussion band that's becoming mm. more and more used in blind soccer because it's one of the most concussive sports, um, yep. para sports. But people are not about it, right? Like when we went to San Diego uh, for the Canada v. U.S. friendly tournament, uh, nobody on the U.S. team was wearing it and people would kind of scoff at the idea because it's not yet mandatory. And as you said, Jeffy, traditionalists, people are like, I'm not going to put that on my head. No, thanks. Um, But, you know, like the more we talk about safety and the more safety should be talked about in sports, period, the, the better we need to get at actually just making these protocols a thing like making it mandatory yeah mandating them exactly and you know i don't really care if people don't want to put them on it's a matter of safety it's a matter of life or death in some of these cases and uh you know preventing just totally preventable injuries that's what usually happens right because years ago this has always been the thing every development of something for safety something it comes on the heels of obviously massive injury usually death when it comes to some of the the sports whether contact sports basketball the reality is you need it or you're jolting like even if it's not supposed to be contact things happen like basketball like people get elbows in the face and bust their orbital bones and people have to wear the mask after that and there's so many things you stop and say well what are you going to do why why don't we do this beforehand and we're told but there's always, I don't care if you're new at the sport and yeah. claiming, yeah, but it's uncomfortable. Oh, I've played for years like this. You'll hear the same. It's a it's a mentality thing people have. Sometimes aesthetic, about somebody who's like just scared, the most ridiculous things. Yeah. Oh, because they just don't want it. It's it's no different than someone who wouldn't go to a sleep clinic because, oh, I can't sleep with all that stuff hooked up to me. You're the only person on the planet. Of course I can't, right? But yeah. it's so silly and people get really... And crazy until they see something horrible like this right in front of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or it's, it, it's incredible. And, and this is something that is going to continue, um, you know, to be in the discussion. Like I said, I, I don't think it's it's a matter of if, it's a matter of when neck when, guards are going to come in for to sure. play oh, yeah. and be mandated in the NHL. Um, it's but you have like to helmets. take time, don't you, Jeff? Like, I remember the yeah. days oh, of yeah. no helmets in hockey, That's like right. you were just going to say. Oh, I remember how many players didn't have, I remember, and that was... Early 80s, yeah. okay. But okay. Can you imagine having this conversation dying, now? Well, there were people dying in the NHL in the 30s and 40s from not having it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's incredible to see how the evolution of the sport, uh, you know, it, it's how it's kind long? of crazy. Yeah, it's kind of crazy to think about, you know, 50 years ago, maybe not even 50 years ago, there were people um, not wanting to wear helmets. Exactly. Uh, they they obviously grandfather all these rules in oh. um, and, and some people will take it right to their retirement of not well, having to wear a helmet. And now you see look, it with I the I used to bicycle as a blind person and I used to play hockey and well, not hockey so much, but skate all the time with no helmets like we. 
it wasn't yeah. what we it did. It was normal, yeah. As, as children, it was, we didn't know any better. That's the years of people getting in the back of pickup trucks before it became a law and riding. You'd get a bunch of people together and it was regular to find mm -hmm. people riding in the back of pickup trucks. Still is in that. lots of countries. Oh, Still God. Is. Yes, yes, you're yeah. right. Yeah, yeah it, it just seems like a no-brainer. Like I said, it, it'll, it'll come in the next couple of years. Um, because I do want to brighten the mood just a little bit with a couple just minutes a left here. Uh, just a little bit. And this is something that we typically talk about, I think, right around our Christmas show. Um, mainly with Google Trends and their news in their search engine. But I found one with Wikipedia. Uh, the most popular articles that people have uh, turned to Wikipedia for. Mm -hmm. um, so... Any guesses as to what the trend was on Wikipedia this year? And it had 84 billion views, I might add. Any guesses? What, like one article had 84 billion? Yeah. Oh, Or I guess shoot. when you Google something or you, you look on Wikipedia, what was like the, the number one I don't trend? know, AI, ChatGPT? Yeah, yeah, okay. that's it. Ding, ding, 84 ding. 84 billion views um, was about ChatGPT. The second most read article in 2023 was the annual list of deaths, including, uh, sadly, friend star Matthew Perry. Uh, Lisa Marie Presley was another big one. Um, the highly anticipated 2023 Cricket World Cup took third place. Who would have thunk? I knew cricket was big, but the third in the entire world of things that people turn to Wikipedia for um, is is quite interesting. So, yeah, chat GPT. I mean, this is probably going to be one of the biggest news stories. And I can almost guarantee if we were to do this segment again with the Google searches, you're probably going to have chat GPT or some sort of AI um, involved in that search engine as well. So chat GPT, a, a huge, huge story in 2023. I'm not going to lie. Just going to Wikipedia as a source, oh, I, I've fallen off. Like I've fallen yeah. off doing that habitually. I've now yeah. almost skip over Wikipedia. Like if it's the first three or four, um, what do you call it? Things that come up in a Google search, Wikipedia yep. as a source, I kind of skip over it and go to other things. Now I just go straight to ChatGPT, whatever. But yeah. uh, do you guys go to Wikipedia still? Uh, I, I do if it comes up, um, be, just just because. But I'm very aware people write to that and it could yeah. be you know anything that's there and it needs people to like it's add editable. To it for now mm -hmm. until chat gpt gets a hold of that and and yeah. things do get worked out that way yeah i'm i'm the same way usually what happens is i google something and then if i see them i'll go on their wikipedia page and just like to browse and peruse like typically my thing is if i'm watching a tv show or a movie um i'll google something and if the cast member comes up and their wikipedia is there typically i click on that look right. at their disco disc discography their filmography uh you know stuff like that um but yeah like, like kelly said and like what you alluded to around it's maybe not the most uh efficient way of of it's looking things up accurate. and definitely to a degree definitely not yeah. the most reliable for sure so but i mean it's still getting a ton of use clearly 84 billion views oh, just for yeah. one article about chat gpt but yeah i think you know, it's, really it's, no it's surprise. trusted by people in a different way even though it says clearly at the top uh, and at the bottom that it looks for people to add to it or to correct this and that it, it's definitely got its own disclaimers when when you look at it yeah but i think it's what so many people various ages various 
parts of the world people we still have just go to. I mean, if you don't contribute. do it in a lazy way, if you go to Wikipedia and then you check out the sources, because of course people are still citing things, uh, mm -hmm. or if you're doing it properly, you should be properly, citing. Yeah. So you could go into the citations and go there, but then I'm thinking, oh, might as well just go to another Google search then and use yeah. the sources well, straight from and, there. And, and the, and, but and our problem is though, you, you know, things are still calling upon, ChatGPT can still call upon things from Wikipedia to make it. So, so you still could have but yes. I honestly think it's yeah, just laziness because you know you it, have the um, web, the what is it called, snippet on Google? Yum. Like it'll just give you a quick snippet of an answer. Sometimes I just check that out and go, yep, that's my fact. Well, that's right. Really, uh, uh, Always and, and, and cross-reference. <laughs> and like, Jeff, like just going to use said. the, well, you're just going to use the reliable sources over there at Sports Illustrated, right, Jeff, for your sports now? <laughs> all those, yeah. the, those made-up writers? Yeah, the made-up <laughs> writers at uh, Sports Illustrated had. I'd like to speak That's to right. writer so-and-so. Oh, would you? Well, maybe they'll get back to you when our chat GPT gets together. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate it, pal. Anytime, guys. See you later. Jeff Ryman in the office, uh, filling in, helping us cover off for Lucia. Reasonable replacement, but, mm. you know, nothing like the genuine article, of course. Uh, but we'll get Lucia on the program when we can. She has a wonderful topic. We'll try to slide her into a, another slot here uh, when we have a, when she's feeling better. Fingers crossed. All right, we're going to take a break, come back, and, of course, wrap the show with you. We're getting to the end of this episode. We got a teaser for Now with Dave Brown, what they've got coming up on the Wednesday morning edition of the show on AMI-tv, and a closing moment. I think you guys are going to like this strange holiday. I can bet on it. We'll be right back. We'll be back with more of Kelly and Ramya after this short break. Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books, where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts.